Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. And I just have to start off today's show by saying happy Independence Day. This is such an exciting day for me. I love Independence Day, one of my favorite, my most favorite holidays here in America. And so we're going to have a special show for you today where we're going to talk a little bit about why Chrisanne Hall has not lost her mind. And it is not uh, two days before Independence Day that it's actually Independence Day. But before that, uh, and we're going to let you know a little bit of my pet peeves about that whole thing. But before that, JC. I want to get back to the thing that we covered yesterday with the uh, Supreme Court and their, their, I'm just going to say it, probably the most unconstitutional, most racist, and and most illegal opinion that they've written in a hundred years. And I'm talking about the census, the census opinion written by Justice Roberts, because I got a lot of comments on social media about the show and some questions, and there's some things that I wanted to address uh, that maybe didn't quite clearly get conveyed yesterday, and uh, frankly, I'm I'm, I'm a little afraid, JC, that this this show might turn into a a Chris Ann Hall rant show, because I got, ooh, the stuff, I, I, when I'm preparing for this show, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, uh, what what you see on YouTube takes a considerable amount of preparation. I'm clipping pictures, posting pictures, creating pictures, all so that you can follow along with us. And as I was preparing today's show, JC, I could just feel my blood pressure rising and my heart just beating, and I'm I'm already like that. So I just want to put everybody on notice. Chris Ann might be a little bit ranty today. <laughs> JC's looking at me. No, JC's ranty day was yesterday. By the way, before we go, uh, not as like a pitch for yesterday's show. Yesterday's show, oh my goodness, people loved the story that you told about your family. Uh, I, I had, we had one of the most amazing comments on, on, um, I'm pretty much think it was YouTube, where the lady says. This was such an amazing story of an American family. And and it it just it brought to my mind that that quote from Thomas Paine 
in his book, um, The Rights of Men, no, no, wait, in Common Sense, actually, where he remarked that the advantage, the greatest advantage that we had in our battle for independence was the fact that we weren't all British, right? And we weren't all sort of British born. Even in the creation of America, America was already a melting pot. And so what, what Thomas Paine was saying, he said, it's not in numbers that we gather our strength, but in our unity and love, our unity in love for liberty. And so it is, it is the quintessential American to be a mutt, to be a blend of so many things. That, and that is where we're supposed to gather our strength. And JC, what made me sad is the very thing that's supposed to be our source of power and strength in America has been turned into a weakness and a division in America. And, and people love the story about your family, Irish, African-American from here and there, and the comparisons of the lifestyles and everything. So if you haven't heard yesterday's show yet, go to chrisannhall.com and uh, listen to yesterday's show. Uh, it was probably, this lady said this was the best, not only explanation, but application of the problems with reparations that she had ever heard. And that's been the common address that I've heard about that show. And that, that was supposed to be the idea, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I guess so. I, I mean, I thought that's what we kind of laid out the previous show. Right. It went, right. it went over people's heads for some reason. So, and then it just, you know, it got them, it gets under my skin for the same reasons which you talk about, mm -hmm. like the one. And, 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 you know, they're useful idiots out there and people that are hopeless. Oh, you're going to hear from one today. Ho hopelessly <laughs> brainwashed. But, you know, the, the show before that one, we it wasn't necessarily about reparations. I just kind of brought it up in the conversations. But we were talking about the really black heroes mm -hmm. and and people that had had been successful and and overcome right. in spite of those things. And to me, that's the story of my family, certainly on my father's side, and which is which is why the reparations narrative that out there gets under my skin, right? Because it silences to me those stories of success. You're right. basically silencing the heroes. You're saying, you know, my the black community, I mean, it, to me, it's racist. So you're saying the black community needs a government handout or they can't make it. Right. Well, I, I'm sorry. I have I have a uh, hundred plus years of history in my family that says, no, I reject that. We reject that. My entire family rejects that. Black your, conservatives. Your great grandfather that. and your great great grandfather would probably have punched somebody in the face if they had told them. Yeah. I, I mean, I know the fiery nature. I've heard the fiery stories right. about your great-grandfather. I don't know about well, your great-great-grandfather, but, but Ruth and, yeah. and, and the family have told me the fiery stories about your great-grandfather about a trip to the barber shop where he nearly punched somebody yeah. in the face. So JC comes by it all, all natural. It's all flowing through his veins. <laughs> but you know, Ruth, Ruth was a little girl and she, she heard, she's much mm -hmm. older than we are. And she heard, I mean, she heard uh, what we call Grandpa Mansion, my great-great-grandfather or great-grandfather Mansion. And she, she heard these stories and she saw that and she would, you know, she talked about when he would jump up on the, the, t the table, you know, on a Sunday afternoon or Saturday afternoon and the black community gathered around. 
I mean, he would just he would dress them down. Like right. you you bunch of bums right. waiting on a government handout. <laughs> you you need to educate yourself. Right. You need to pick yourself up. Right. You need to work. Don't don't stand around waiting on, you know, 40 acres and a mule or 40 food stamps and a block of cheese. Get right. off your rear end. Get to work. Seize the opportunity that's around you. So mm-hmm. there's no way he would accept this narrative that, you know, like the one guy said. Uh, and, and this is crazy. So the government handing out some check is is going to uh, eliminate income inequality. He talks about the, the inequality, economic inequality in the black community. Listen, bro, there's a lot of checks being handed out every single day. Every single day. And I, checks it, and it, it doesn't matter how many checks or the amount of check. Here's the bottom line. You got a broke behind mentality, you're going to stay broke. Mm-hmm. I don't care how big a check you get it. Go ask Allen Iverson and Latrell Sprewell and any number of these former NBA players that made millions and millions of dollars, but they had a broke mentality and they left the NBA broke. You had Allen Iverson... Uh, driving a taxi cab after having made millions and millions of dollars, not because of his skin color, not because he didn't get a big enough check to to even out the economic inequality in the black community. That's because he had a broke, bum, poverty mentality. And that's what he took with him in the NBA. And that's what left him on broke down in the gutter, driving a taxi cab, absolutely bankrupt. Well, I think that 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 kind of mentality you can you can apply that across America. Now, uh, w- this is not being negative towards Americans. We're trying to identify a problem here so that we can we can point and and correct and make the solution. Reparations have, is being negative yeah, yeah. to Americans, and we have a broke mentality as well when it comes to. The, the federal government. We have this broke mentality in America that the federal government is somehow the the author of our independence, the author of our wealth, the author of our jobs, the author of our income, the author and the the creator of everything. And that's what just oh this. So a lot of people are like okay, Chrisanne, you showed us that this this thing is this Supreme Court opinion, Department of Commerce v. New York um, is is wrong. Tell us what the solutions are. Now, I, I just want to say to you, new listeners, we are a teach show, not a talk show. You can't pick us up and put us down. Okay, so please, if you are new, go back and listen to other shows. We are building a foundational education here that we cannot actually reteach every 38 minutes that we're on the air. If we do that, we will never get anywhere. So always, always, always the solution to these problems are the proper checks and balances, both internal and external. Now, Jason, I want to ask you a question because I made a very bold statement that this was one of the most racist opinions that the Supreme Court has had in a hundred years. So I want to ask you this question. If you make a decision to do something and the entire basis for your decision is based on how a race of people, uh, uh, of, of, of a race of people, right? 
Your entire decision is, it's not based on history, it's not based on legality, it's not even based on the precedence of legality, but the whole decision, reason that you make your decision is based on race. Okay. Is that the definition of racism? Okay, you know I'm a stickler for this kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm a language guy, okay? Mm -hmm. So... See if you can do it before we get to the end of the break Okay, here. so I would call that, and maybe people don't understand the distinction, I call that racialism. Racialism. Okay, so they're racialist out there. Mm -hmm. Racist is you discriminate against someone based on skin color. What if you discriminate race? for someone? The, the basing your decisions upon race. You're, you're a racialist. In other words, you view everything through the lens of race. You make decisions based on race, right? So you you may not have people necessarily discriminating against somebody else mm -hmm. but yet they everything that comes at them they view through race that's what we have on the scene today racialist liberty's lobbyist chris and hall has now taken control Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. If you're watching us on YouTube, you see our Liberty First gear. Go to chrisannhall.com and click on the shop and get our Liberty First gear. JC has our new Got Liberty t-shirt on today. We have so many cool things at the Liberty First store, especially in the Liberty First gear store. Remember, don't just pontificate, but educate. And, and this is probably now one of my new favorites, Got Liberty. And on the back, I don't know if you can get up and turn around. But no. on the back is a quote from Samuel Adams on how to secure liberty. And I'm just, whoa, I love this T-shirt. I'm really, really excited about <laughs> you them. You are hyped up today. I am hyped up today. Can I, don't I know what it can is. I, okay, can well, I, I tell you well, how I took your comment? Well, let me just say, we've got to finish the judiciary in this section. Yeah, so. but I want to, you, you, you made uh, the comment yeah. about that mm -hmm. thing, okay? Mm -hmm. and so how I understood it, because I heard you say that, mm -hmm. most racist decision 100 years. So I, I, I took that to mean in, in listening to our discussion, because obviously there's some seriously racist decisions that have come down the pike. Um, the, the difference, I think, in what you were, what, how I took what you were keying in on, mm -hmm. This is a decision where they 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 declared it. They openly declared this is the one. Yes. Th this is the most clearly where you, where they're saying, "Hey," because I mean it's such a contradiction. Them saying, "Because hey, Robert yeah, you're says right. there's no nothing. He did nothing illegal. Yeah. Not only did he do nothing. Did the secretary do nothing illegal? He did everything legal. Right. He, according to precedent, we've had the census question in the the census." or the citizenship question in the census since 1820, but we're not going to allow it this time because we think that the secretary is not telling the truth when he says it's not racially motivated and that we yeah. actually believe that he's being racially motivated even though there's no, absolutely no evidence whatsoever that it's racially motivated. Yeah, so so I think the most, the most uh, openly uh, declared racial decision so that the decision based on race they're openly saying that because when you think about karamatsu and different you know other what, yeah, we, un what, what, we, un what wow. we understand to be racist yeah. racially motivated right. decisions in those cases they try to make 
some sort of justification yeah. or reasoning tying it to national some, to something. security yeah. defense whatever so right, i think right. that's how i understood mm -hmm. what you were saying yeah. the the, so the majority uh, i guess is I guess of the majority mm -hmm. in this court were openly saying we are deciding this case not on the law because they mm -hmm. said no law was broken yes. everything's right according yeah. to law so so this is to me this is almost a unique case even even when you look at dred scott as mm -hmm. twisted as it was as sick as those people were on that court right. they made a twisted uh uh argument trying to tie it to property and and various mm -hmm. other legal ideas in this case there is no such attempt made they they on the contrary say everything is okay. in order according to the law right. we're so going to we, decide this on race we talked all about that on yesterday's show today i want to show you the solutions very quickly in the few minutes that we have left because we have federal judges all over the place uh doing unconstitutional things there was an article here in the conservative daily post too much power never intended obama judge blocks wall construction with injunction which is impossible by the way right so here's what we have to understand this is what drives me nuts what is the solution in this census case it's the same solution that we have here in the checks and balances with this injunction thing and the solution is and i'm going to be very bold here the executive branch should completely ignore these opinions put the, the the citizenship question on the census regardless of this contrived illegal decision by the supreme court they should follow congressional act and and build the wall as as congress has said and this is we, in we line with what our show. founders said we, we said that the people yeah. missed the solution i, I the think last show. so we're just going to make this clear all right because somebody says well how how can we have the president ignoring the supreme court doesn't that destroy the structure of the of the federal government no it reinforces the structure of the government madison said there can be no liberty if the power of judging be not separate from the legislative or executive powers hamilton says the general liberty of the people can never be endangered from the judicial quarter as long as the judiciary remains truly distinct from both legislature and executive the check and balance here people is the authority of the executive to look at the judiciary and say no you're wrong we will not comply and this is what we have to understand in all of this you have no check people say oh checks and balances you have no checks and balances if they cannot refuse to comply there again, men tear up our constitution, and from every direction we cry around. You can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Hey, listen up, if you want to know more about the power of the judiciary, I have a full-length course at libertyfirstuniversity.com that goes over the material in detail that we're talking about today. So if you want to be informed on this, you've got to go to libertyfirstuniversity.com and take the judiciary course. You can also get it on DVD and download it as a downloadable uh, video. Now, this is absolutely 
Well, too much power never intended, okay? That is true. But the problem that we have here is not that the judiciary has too much power, JC, but that we allow the judiciary to exercise this power with literally no check and balance. And that's what Madison and, Je and, Ad and Hamilton are describing here. This check and balance is necessary for the separation of powers. Look what Hamilton says in Federalist 83. The judicial authority is declared by the Constitution to comprehend certain cases particularly specified. The expression of those cases marks the precise limits beyond which their federal courts can extend their jurisdiction. It proves incontestably that the judiciary is beyond comparison the weakest of the three departments of power, that it can never be, uh, attack the, uh, the others with success. We have done what Jefferson warned us. Jefferson said, the great object of my fear is the federal judiciary. That body like gravity ever acting with noiseless foot in unalarming advance, gaining ground step by step, holding what it gains, is engulfing insidiously the special governments into the jaws of that which feeds them. He's like, look, you've got the judiciary that is consuming the executive branch. It is consuming the legislative branch. We are losing that independent check and balance. And he says, we, we, we become as venal and oppressive as the government from which we separated. I believe in this remark, JC, Jefferson is actually saying that even in 1821, the judiciary has become kings. Yeah. And so we've got to get into our heads here, this check and balance that exists. I, yeah, I, I don't know how to, I don't have a magic wand to fix, you know, to unstupid someone, but it, it, it's, it's as mind-numbingly uh, incomprehensible when I, when I hear objections, like you said, mm -hmm. that, and, and the only thing I can, you know, the, the obvious thing is, is someone speaking who is, I mean, there's two groups that talk like that. The open, open borders libertarians, right. which are totally off their rocker. And then the, and then you just hate Trump. But, but Or the judicial elite who, who, who believes sure, in sure. judicial yeah, supremacy, yeah, that you can't, right? You can't contradict. But, you can't contradict the but, court. But that statement, destroying, the, destroying the, the structure. So if we sort of take the converse of that, they're saying a, a court, right, that First off, you assume issues dictates to every other branch. So they tell every other branch what to do, right? Right. Number one, that's not our structure, okay? Mm -hmm. That's the opposite of in, what they're talking about, independent judiciary. Right. It's the opposite of separate mm -hmm. uh, separation of powers, okay? Uh, so that's already implied in that statement. You're tearing down the structure because you don't allow them to tell the other branches what to do. Now, in, in the specifics of what we're saying what this the fellow that is objecting is saying should be allowed a court who tells the other branches what to do can issue a decree where they say you didn't break the law mm -hmm. no law was broken here we have no legal basis upon which to issue our opinion right but we're <laughs> going to issue it anyway right and because of our personal feelings we're going to give you a directive of Based what on you, racialism. Of, of what, that you have to stop doing something 
that is not illegal, that, that has, has been, been done, done for over 100 years. Okay. And so to allow, first off, that so that's the definition of complete despotism and lawlessness. Yes. yes, absolutely. So it is mind-numbingly incomprehensible to me that any person with two brain cells would say, Chris Ann, to allow someone to object to that kind of lawlessness and despotism would destroy our structure. What sort of structure do you imagine <laughs> that we have? Right, right, right. That right. allows five. Now think about this. Five it's a, it's a nine-person court. The majority would be five. Okay, this is the structure that you're arguing for. That five people, five, five people. people can say. Contrary to the law, in the absence of the existence of any law whatsoever that says you can't do this, we five people, five people. declare to 300 million people you will not do this. What the hell sort of structure do you think <laughs> exists in the United States of America? Are you brain dead? I mean, a person who thinks like, man, you're crippled too high for crutches. What is wrong with you? How, how, how do you, I don't know how you deal with a person. We have to start a thinking class, a logic class, a reasoning class before we even get into these constitutional discussions. Right. And we hear this kind of nonsense from people who say they support liberty and people who support they say the Constitution. We hear this kind of nonsense coming out of people's mouth all the time. Brother, we do not live in a monarchy. We're not, we're not. Or an oligarchy. Or we're not designed to live in a monarchy. Right, there you go. And, 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 this, and five people dictating this contrary to the law and declaring that they're dictating it contrary to they wrote on a freaking piece of paper in a official court ruling uh. quote unquote <laughs> that we are issuing our opinion contrary to any law they said this yeah this is our feeling this is what we think we feel something's missing we feel he's not telling the truth you know and and this is what actually what um let me see if i can find this slide again this is what what thomas said he says you guys are nuts right you guys are telling us that this that we are are taking information that's not even before the court we're talking about stuff that's not even before the court so we fat we five people have fabricated facts to come up with their opinion and now that we are moving on to independence day celebration well, well, can, can i mention to you this is why we declared independence well i just wanted to say we you know we've talked about the solutions again many many shows mm -hmm. it's lots of shows so there's lots of solutions. It's not one thing. Right. It's lots of things that need to be done. The number, states number one, need we, to deny. Right. Well, number one, we mentioned in the show where we talked about mm -hmm. this case that the Trump administration, the executive branch, should engage in nullification at right. the federal level. This, I mean, nullification is the, the idea of checks, 
right? That no, is no, no, it is check not and the balance. idea. It oh, is the check well, and balance. But I'm saying that's, that's the term JC, for it. it's a matter of contract law. Yes. When, when one party of a contract acts contrary to the provisions of the right. contract, the other parties within that contract are not bound by that action. But Chris Ann, it's you, just simply are, are you, mind blowing. But Chris Ann, are you, you, you're saying, I mean, we have a contract that says we're going to operate this store. And one party has said they're just going to walk in and reach in the cash register and walk out the door with all the money. And you're telling me that the store operator should stop that guy? Doesn't that destroy the very structure of the, of the business? <laughs> yeah. See, I, I, it, it just doesn't make any sense. And it didn't make any sense to those who fought and, and sacrificed. But these are the checks and balances. Just if you and I were not married, but in some kind of a business relationship and you were taking money out of the store, it would be my obligation. By the way, let me just mention to you legally, if I didn't try to stop you, I would be an accessory to your crime. Mm -hmm. So the fact that the executive branch, this just dropped in my spirit. The fact that the executive branch is not stopping the judiciary. The fact that the, the executive branch is just going to sit back and go, oh, well, the court said, so we got to do, yeah. makes the executive branch an accessory to, destroy to the, the crime of illegal unconstitutional acts. Right. And the representatives are like, oh, well, you know, this is the way it works. They are accessories to the crime. We could arrest them all on RICO violations here. So, so this, is this is just absolutely ridiculous and 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 the in the twerps in the twitterverse and in social media that try to defend this are some of them the same ones who want to stretch the letter of the law to create a collusion crime that doesn't even exist but excuse the bodies of government in colluding to destroy our liberty yeah, I, I told you this is stuff is I I mean seriously, I don't understand how we cannot be angry over this. This rises to such a lot a, a degree of of dishonesty and deceit and despotism. The American people, we should be in the streets with pitchforks and torches for Pete's sakes. No, I would say uh, again, I, I don't know, uh, the racial, whatever. And this is not about Trump. This is not about Hispanic people. No. This is not about any race of people at all. This is about securing liberty. I, I don't know. Maybe people in America just don't love their children as much as I do. I, I don't want to make that kind of bold statement. But for me, I would rather be uncomfortable now. Thomas Paine said... Any good parent would rather have trouble in their day so that their child may be free rather than to sit back in comfort and wait for the real, you know, chains and whips to come out so our children are enslaved. Well, first off, people are operating on... Oh, we're going to miss our history lesson today, Jason. People are operating on this surface level. There's, there's a bigger... This is a bigger part of a bigger plan, a small part of a bigger plan of trying to destroy America. Yeah. And people are falling for these racialist arguments. It's it's the Mexicans, it's the southern border, this and that. They don't even apply the same concepts. We just heard this other day. You I, don't even apply the same concept to the other borders, right? right. The airport. 
You, you just want anybody. Anybody can just fly in and do anything, go anywhere, whatever, in the airport. They're not making those arguments. No, no, we got to have TSA searching our diapers so, in the airport. But, but somehow but, the southern border is supposed to be wide open, yeah. but no other border. So it's, it's illogical. It's inconsistent. But they get people to buy into this in these open border libertarian uh, uh, nutcases who don't understand the concept of property, personal property. Uh, argue this, and you're you're help feeding the people that are trying to destroy the nation. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. As promised today, July 2nd is Independence Day. No, I am not two days early. By the way, one of my biggest pet peeves, JC, is all this 4th of July. Can I just say the word crap? (laughs) This 4th of July crap. I mean, you opened the door with the H-E double hockey sticks. Thing, Happy so. 4th so of said, July. No, no, no. China has a stinking 4th of July. Canada has a 4th of July. We have an Independence Day American and it actually is today. Now, what I'm going to give you is a really, really brief run through of why July 2nd is actually Independence Day. For, for you, the listener, you want to take this, you want to pass this on, go to chrisannhall.com. There's an article, July 2nd, the real day of independence, in writing all of the stuff that I'm about to teach you. So on July 2nd, 1776, Richard Henry Lee, a, a, a representative of the colony of Virginia for the Continental Congress brought uh, on July, actually June 7th, he brought forward the Lee Resolution. The Lee Resolution said that these United Colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states. And on July 2nd, 1776, the Lee Resolution was brought to the Continental Congress floor. It was debated, voted, and ratified into law by 12 of the 13 colonies. Now, New York had abstained because the delegates said they were not really sure how they wanted, how their constituents wanted them to vote. Interesting how they were really concerned about the constituency, right? Mm-hmm. But when the ratification of the Lee Re- Les- Resolution occurred, we became not 13 colonies, but 13 independent sovereign governments. And we were, from that day forward, no longer colonies. Each state was then and there independent. Why? Except for maybe New York. <laughs> well, they ratified eventually. <laughs> right. So July 2nd, is the legal day. Our Continental Congress ratified our independence into law just as legally binding, JC, as anything that our Congress does today that's constitutional. The Declaration of Independence on July 4th is actually the publishing and declaring of what we did two days prior. Read the Declaration of Independence. It actually says that. We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America, do solemnly publish and declare what we had done two days prior. And that's that's why it kind of gets your goat, because the shifting conceals 
the legislative process, yes. that it was a legal process. It was a legal process, not a bunch of rogue rebel revolutionaries sitting in a pub deciding that they wanted to be, you know, independent from Great Britain or even the new the, the new uh, rhetoric, the new revised history that there were a bunch of elite white racists no. who wanted to consolidate power to themselves. This was a legislative act a proven by New York that it was based on the representation of the constituents, what right. they wanted. Right. And this is, we, we became legally independent. And that, I that's share, an interesting point. I think it's important that the very abstention of mm -hmm. New York highlights right. the fact that it's a deliberative legislative right. process, Absolutely. not some some spontaneous act of revolt. So I want to I want to introduce you guys to a a Ninkum Twitter that follows me on Twitter who is constantly trolling me and doing this. And when I posted this this morning about being independent, he said, well, not legally. He says, we didn't become legally independent because you need a forum of authority to recognize <laughs> a legal act. Which is France. And that didn't happen because until 1778, when we signed a treaty with France and, and, and France recognized our independence. <laughs> The, 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 Twitter, the sovereign okay? nature of a nation flows from the recognition by yes. France. Yes, right. <laughs> so obviously I responded to him, are you crazy, right? France was not, the, <laughs> did not hold any authority over us. How can they be the author of our, I told him the entire purpose of our independence Ooh. is negated by your ignorance. This cat had to go to public school. Oh yeah. Well, he claims to be some <laughs> legally trained person, but I give this to you as a teaching moment. Remember we're a teach show, I'm not sorry. a talk show, right? So <laughs> JC can't stop laughing. Look, go to chrisanhall.com, read the article, July 2nd, The Real Day of Independence. Then go to uh, the store, buy the God Liberty t-shirt, and spread this truth. Look. Merci, mon ami. Thank you for our independence. Merci beaucoup. God bless you guys, and happy, happy Independence Day. Bonjour.